Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Monitoring the import and export market. That's what we do here at Warchant TV in the transfer portal days alongside the managing editor of Warchant.com. He's Irish Ophel. There's his Twitter handle right there, at Irish Ophel. My name is Tom Lang, the director of original content here at Warchant.com and Warchant TV. And Ira, yesterday, late Tuesday night, Florida State obviously had four more prospects commit to coming back for the 2023 season. And by prospects, I should say, Ira, veterans slash starters. These are important pieces to the puzzle. Uh, let's talk about that and the importance of getting some more yeses as Florida State figures out the 85 they're going to roll with in 2023. Yeah, and I don't know if any of these guys were necessarily people that uh, people were projecting to go to jump into the NFL. Uh, but because of the new landscape of college football, we all know that, you know, everybody's looking for talent acquisition and you don't have to just get high school players anymore, junior college players. You can go get players from other teams rosters. And, and we're seeing it all over the country. I mean, how many teams rosters are just being decimated with guys jumping in the portal just to see what else is out there. Uh, you know, and that doesn't even count the tampering where guys know exactly what's out there and they know what's waiting for them. And that's why they jump in the portal. But yeah, I mean, you get basically, you know, uh, Tuesday night, you know, you get word that three starters on defense and, and one starter on offense are all coming back for their senior years on defense. You get Kalen Deloach at linebacker, Renardo Green at corner, uh, Jarian Jones at corner, who basically took over that other corner job during the season. And then uh, Micah Pittman on offense at wide receiver. So again, none of those guys are um, guys that you would on paper would say, okay, they change your win total for next season. Um, but I think, you know, it's just another positive step for a team that was really close this year. Um, you know, you've got so many guys coming back next year now. Well, yeah, and also special teams bolsters, too, with Michael right. Pittman coming back because he's your starting punt returner. And that was something that got a lot better year over year for Florida State. So I guess we'll start and we'll go through each of these mm -hmm. players just a little bit more. But with Micah Pittman coming back, Ira, that fortifies the receiver ranks. Uh, Johnny Wilson had signed with uh, the Rising Spear Collective towards the end of the regular season. So you feel pretty good about, you know, he's going to return. It wouldn't make much sense for him to sign otherwise. You have Pittman. Winston Wright's already committed to coming back for 2023. You had great young uh, emerging talent or less experienced talent emerging towards the end of the season. Both Malik McClain is a true sophomore uh, and then Kentron Portier. They're pretty loaded at receiver, but Micah Pittman is invaluable to what they do at that position. Right. I mean, he brings the toughness. He brings, you know, he's a great blocker. Um, he's, he's, you know, that kind of big third down guy. He had a lot of, you know, yeah, I think he had 29 receptions, but it feels like half of them were for first downs uh, in situations where you needed it, maybe third and five or, or, or fourth and two. And so um, I think he's a big addition there. And also culturally, you know, he's a tough kid. 
you know he's not going to back down from the fight. I mean, he is a guy that is going to fight for the tough yards, fight for the tough catches. Uh, so those are all positives. I also think it's, you know, from a group at that receiver position. And one guy you didn't mention, just not because you don't think he's good, but you just didn't mention him, is Darian Williamson. Yep. And he was hurt a lot this year. But that's a guy we saw the one game where he was healthy against Boston College, led the team in receiving. He's got a ton of potential. And so that, yeah, that receiving core is really, it's a great group. And it's what's, it gives Jordan Travis, who announced earlier this week that he's coming back, you know, he's got all of his, you know, basically almost all Pokey Wilson's graduated, but almost everybody else is going to be coming back in that passing game. And I think that's a big deal for Jordan. Well, and in addition to if they close in the 23 class, they got three receivers they feel really, really good about. And yes, uh, if we did an X-Factor offseason video and Darian Williamson is still on the roster, he's got to be an X-Factor for next year because, yeah, in one game it was like, where did that come from? And we also saw evidence in practice every once in a while that right. Darian would just show up and take over segments of that day. At linebacker, Kalen Deloach, it might be a more of a surprise that he's in this kind of a grouping of a list. I don't know that a lot of people would have circled Kalen Deloach as a risk to go, Ira, but when you secure talent, there's two levels to that now, and that's probably worth discussing. It's not just about going pro these days because of the free transfer rules. Yeah, and I think, again, it speaks to a couple of things. Number one, I think it speaks to uh, you know, the culture that they've developed. These kids like, I mean, we're at practice every day. We can tell you what you see on Saturday is really what we see during the week at practice. It's not just for show when the cameras are on. You know, these players, they like their coaches. They like the strength coaches. They like the support staff. It's a good environment. They're heading in the right direction. A lot of these schools that are losing guys left and right, it's, it's where it's either more transactional, where the kids don't feel that attachment, or where it's going in the wrong direction and kids want to get out or they're being pushed out. But like Florida State's in a really good place right now, so I think it speaks to that. It also speaks to uh, you know some a new player in the NIL space. You know they've got the Battles End, which was announced this week. Uh, a group of Florida State donor supporters who are uh, they put their top priority as player retention. So I don't know that that's the driving force in some of these decisions, but it certainly doesn't help. You know if if, if a player's tempted to find out, hey, if I go in the portal, maybe there's NIL opportunities elsewhere, yep. or if I stay here. This group is going to take care of me. Rising Spear, as you mentioned earlier, has already entered a lot of uh, arrangements with players uh, to do promotional things. So, uh, you know, again, I think that helps as well. Yeah, again, uh, there, there are a couple levels to it. It's not just always about going to the pros. It could be that if you haven't transferred before in your college right. career, other schools come calling. And so coaches that are already by definition paranoid at the college level have to be all the more paranoid about anybody leaving. Uh, here's another guy that creates depth. He's been a starter on and off in his career at Florida State, and he finished strongly uh, in the 2022 season. Somebody that Ira Chaffel was on much earlier than most. People wrote off Jerrion Jones when it came to, is he actually going to be in the two deep at defensive back for Florida State this past season? Well, he was more important than most of us anticipated, but not Ira. Ira was <laughs> on it pretty early. Uh, Jerrion Jones is going to return for another season to help fortify the defensive back ranks. Yeah, and that's not my talent evaluation. It was just talking to people around the program. I remember in preseason camp, uh, uh, Terrell Buckley's a guy who was at uh, one of the practices. First thing he said to me was, man, that kid can play. Like you, People don't realize he can play. And then there was another practice uh, where Leroy Smith, a former FSU cornerback, was at, was at a practice and said the same exact thing to me. Um, totally unrelated. I didn't even ask. It was just offered. And you know, if you think back to last year, uh, I think a lot of people were down on him last year because – uh, he didn't play great when he when he got opportunities, but he also had a broken hand, missed all of preseason camp, um, hand or wrist. He was out for all of preseason camp, got thrown in during the season, and just didn't play as well. 
but I think he's got ability, and we saw it, um, you know, especially this season. I mean, you just didn't see when he got in the game, he kind of solidified that corner spot where they'd really been struggling across from Renardo Green. And he also made some plays. He had a big pick uh, in the Florida game. And he just, you know, I think uh, one more year of him, I think, is going to be really positive for that secondary. Another guy who was retained by the battle's end is one of the better stories of the entire season, offense or defense. And that's Renardo Green, who I, I've documented this quite a few times on WarChant TV, Ira. And first of all, hit the like button and subscribe to WarChant TV. It's absolutely free. Thanks for your support. But back at the. Uh, the old mat drills, uh, the tour of duty, as they call it here at Florida State. Renardo Green was wearing a black jersey, which is the highest level of achievement, the most consistency. And personally, I thought, that's a great storyline. How about that? Good, Something good for Renardo Green before the career ends here at Florida State? No. <laughs> it, it was only the beginning. It was only the beginning for the development of Renardo Green becoming the most consistent cornerback for Florida State in the 2022 season, start to finish. He was their best player. He made great plays in the Florida game, especially early that night on a yeah. Friday where FSU pushed it to nine and three on the regular season. Without Renardo Green, I don't know where Florida State would have been defensively, and now they're going to have his services again next year in 2023. It's really a remarkable story, and it's a story, unfortunately, Renardo's probably not going to help tell us because he doesn't love talking to the media. It doesn't appear when we when we do our interviews, but um, no, it is, it's it's really incredible. You know, when he started out here early on his career under when he came under Willie Taggart, he was, they played him at corner. Um, that's where he played originally. Then they moved him to safety and he was okay at safety. I didn't think he was anything special. And then he got injured. He was out most of last season with injuries. And, and then you, you know, you've got Jamie Robinson emerging and Akeem Dent emerging and behind them, Shaheen Brown. And you still have Jarquez McClellan. And you started to wonder, okay, well, where does he fit? Where Sidney Williams was still on the team. So where, where would Renardo fit? So I think in the spring, a lot of people thought if we had transfer portal watches, we thought he might be a guy because he's a very good athlete. There's no question about that. Just where does he fit here? And then they moved him back to corner. And uh, I mean, like you said, I mean, we saw it at the tour of duty. That was our first sign. Then we saw in the spring, he could play corner and they just raved about him. And then sure enough, yeah, he really was big, not just as a, I mean, I think he's solid in coverage, very good. He, you know, not perfect like any corner, but the other, the physicality, man, he's a really good tackler. Um, and not just a sure tackler, but a physical tackler. And I, like you said, I think we saw that in the Florida game as well. And I just, I just think he's a, he's a huge piece. I, and again, I don't know the Renardo Green. He, the, the thing that people need to remember about the NFL draft is people think about the Jermaine Johnsons and the, you know, a Jared Verse or somebody like that who's a first round talent. There are a lot of guys that we've seen through the years declare for the NFL draft knowing they're not going to be first round picks, but they just want to go play and they just want to go make money. They're done with college. Well, I think part of that's because maybe they don't love college, the college experience. Part of it is they want to go make some money. I think now, again, because of NIL, you have an opportunity to do both, especially if you like where you're at. And so, yeah, it's just another big deal. I mean, again, you talking about defense, it was pretty good. It finished the year. I know it's an old metric, but total defense, they finished – uh, number 14 in the country, just over 300 yards a game. And now you're bringing back the vast majority of those guys. It looks like well, we're still waiting on some other announcements, Tatum Bethune and Jared Verse and Fabian Lovett and some of those guys. But uh, there's a chance they could bring back most of those guys. And that would be huge. It already is pretty large to have this many contributors back in the fold. Again, linebacker is a position we think is relatively thin for Florida State, especially if Kalen Deloach did not come back. Right. Uh, same thing at corner and defensive back. We'll see what they do in the portal. And that's why we're here at Warchan TV, to keep you apprised of all those developments from outside the program. But if you can bring that experience back, Ira, I think that's why we saw a lot of parity 
this particular season is because of COVID eligibility, guys in their early to mid-20s still playing college football, experience matters greatly. And if you have experience within the system, that makes you all the more dangerous moving forward. But the import market is only part of uh, what we talk about with transfers. There was one player that Florida State is losing now uh, to the portal yesterday. It is essentially a graduate transfer because he walked on senior day. Uh, and that's Keyshawn Helton, the receiver, which has been a great story for Florida State over the last few years in terms of commitment to the program. And before he got hurt, Ira, Keyshawn Helton would have been a really explosive player into the end of his FSU career. It just seems like since that injury, he hasn't been the same player. And he left with a very, very classy message yesterday as he entered the portal and was leaving Florida State. Yeah, Keyshawn's one of those guys like, you know, if Florida State's going to have a special year next year, which they could. And, you know, and he and he mentioned that in his uh, in his farewell message to the fans, he just wanted to let everybody know, like, I think special things are coming here at Florida State with Mike Norvell. So this isn't like I'm leaving to get out. Um, so you kind of hate the idea that if something really special happens, this was a special year to some degree. He went nine and three after, you know, several losing seasons. But if it was really special, you kind of hate that Keyshawn wouldn't be here for that. Because he really was, you know, if, you know, he came in in 2018, Willie Taggart's first signing class, and really, those two years there was a lot of negativity into the first year under Mike Norvell. You just had so many players that came in under Jimbo Fisher and didn't buy into Willie Taggart, and then you had players who came in under Willie Taggart and were disillusioned. Then Norvell comes in. You've got players from both sta- all three staffs, and it's just a mess. But through all of that, Keyshawn Helton was one of the few guys that consistently was just always positive. You just always saw him at practice, encouraging other guys, talking up other guys. He's the kind of guy that like other players could go talk to just as a human being, just a really positive guy. And he's a guy that's going to be really positive wherever he goes. Um, but it just seemed like, as you said, coming back from the injury and in this past season, he only played a couple of games. Uh, he'll get a, he'll get a red shirt for this season um, and go be able to play somewhere else next year. Between coming back from his injury, which was a catastrophic knee, knee, knee injury, it wasn't just an ACL. I did a big story on it at the time in his rehab process. I mean, he, it was major damage to that knee. Between that and then the infusion of talent they've had at wide receiver, it just where was he going to fit in? I mean, they're they're pretty stout, especially as a slot receiver right now. And so, uh, you know, I think he's going to have a chance. You know, he's a guy that if I was a a college football coach and you needed a slot receiver who's tough and physical and make plays and tough catches and uh, will do anything you want and be a positive guy. I think he's a, the kind of guy that, that should be uh, pretty attractive on the market. Is Alabama going to go after him? No, but I think there's a lot of teams that will be interested in Keyshawn Hilton. Yeah, if you're looking for a year to help build culture, who is right. going to be more fit to help install whatever it is your mission is than, than Keyshawn Hilton? So uh, Florida State fans uh, left and right on social media yesterday on the boards of Warchant wishing Keyshawn Hilton well, and we understand absolutely why. I are the promotion part of the program where we get to – What's coming up this uh, next week? I mean, it, it, we could be on Warchant TV live in 10 minutes for all we know with how <laughs> portal season, retention season goes. Uh, but what's coming up on the site on Warchant.com and what can folks, folks expect in terms of the conversation we're about to have big picture wise uh, in the next week or so on our channel? Yeah, I mean, I think that's the, the, obviously the portal's at the top of everybody's mind. So that's what we're focusing on. But Michael uh, and Austin are still helping with recruiting coverage. Uh, Michael's got uh, some content coming on the site later today, an, a mini mill, rumor mill kind of thing, where kind of what he's hearing about different players and different prospects. And still out of the high school market, they still are recruiting high school players. Uh, so we'll have that as well. And then we've got a couple other stories that are kind of, um, you know, 
not necessarily timely, but but I think good stories this week that I, I probably won't say what they are, but there's some good content coming later. And then we also have on Friday, um, uh, the Florida State will be practicing again. There's practice Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, kind of shorter practices, but but I think kind of getting keeping the guys fresh, keeping them engaged during this break before they really get into the meat of bowl practices. And then uh, soon we'll find out what the schedule is in, in Orlando as well. Time was that December was all about bowl preparations and really nothing else. Now it's just total chaos. You've got the early signing period. You got the portal. Guys staying, guys going to the league. Coaching changes, not really at Florida State, but in other markets. And then, of course, yeah, by the way, a bowl game. And Florida State will be playing in Orlando against Oklahoma in the Cheez-It Bowl. We'll have coverage on team recruiting portal right here. War Chant TV, we are your best seminal sports source. And we hope you subscribe to our channel if you haven't already. For Irish Ophelli, managing editor of WarChant.com, my name is Tom Lang. We will talk to you here on War Chant TV next time.